Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. I am so thrilled to have in the studio with me, Nicole, a.k.a. Nikki Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole has been leading the music portion of our gatherings for about four years now. Yes, right. Done right. A great yeah. job. Got a real heart for the Lord, and I'm so thankful for her leadership. And I've invited her into the studio to talk a little bit about the Psalms, Yay. which is just like a worship leader's favorite <laughs> book in the Bible, probably. Am I right? Or close to it? It is. Well, it should be. It's pretty close. If it's not your favorite, it needs to at least be in the top three, I think, maybe. Yeah, it definitely needs to be yeah. up there. It is the songbook of the Bible. It is. It is. What do you love about the Psalms, Nikki? Oh, man. Well, the songbook, the prayer book. <sighs> I think, um, and to try to make this as succinct as possible, uh, the concept that this particular book is, if, if you look at the scrolls of the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament, but, you know, what they knew as their, the Hebrew Bible, you know, mm-hmm. the, that was their, you know, the, the, the prophets, the Psalms, the writings, it's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's right in the middle. And there's a reason it's in the middle. I look at it as a centering book. Uh, every book, we all know, all the scripture is profitable. Hey, and every book is very important to give us a full spectrum of the salvation story of mankind, of what our call as what we were created to be. But the Psalms anchors it. There's a centering, grounding force to these 150 chapters. And I think if we really um, spend enough time truly meditating and digging into it, we could pull the marrow right out of the bones of this book. And there's there's something beautiful that happens, just like a beautiful song will do something for you. The Psalms are those prayers that do it. They anchor the believer. You were calling a time in, in your life, in your spiritual journey, which the Psalms kind of kind of went to the next level for you? I, ooh, several times. I think there's been gradual level ups, level ups, level ups, you know, I mean, the Holy Spirit has a way of updating you like an iOS system. I mean, <laughs> if, if you are willing, he will take you there. And the updates happen when you're not ready. That's a good midnight. illustration. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's just like update tonight at midnight. Really? I did not know, but let's have it. Um, but yeah, if we wanted to get to specifics, I, I would have to say when Devin and I realized that our son Josiah had autism, you know, mm-hmm. um, that revolutionized our whole life and how we would decide that we were going to uh, raise all the children because we, even though Josiah has autism, it does not make autism the God in our house. Mm-hmm. We have two other daughters and they um, need the equal attention, even though the attention is given in different ways. And so we had to go to the Lord and say, what do you want this to look like? And in the middle of all that intellectual you know, planning and, and, you know, you're gathering information and you're gathering resources. The Psalms served as literally those drinks of water, cool and refreshing, um, or drinks of water, warm and soothing. Come Mm. on. It could be tea. It could be a cold glass of water. It could be whatever you need, but it pulls you in from the intellectual madness that we kind of get caught up in, in our heads, the planning um, the, the, uh, forecasting and, you know, projecting. Yeah. And the Lord's like, yeah, but come sit with me for a second. Let me remind you of some things now go forward. 
Psalms did it for us then. It's still doing it for us now. Songs from the heart. All the way. Capture your emotional experience circumstantially even. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it captures your emotional circumstance. It helps you to um, kind of zoom out mm-hmm. and get kind of a high level macro view of how the Lord is also looking at your circumstance. Mm. Because if we look at the pattern that the Psalms often take, you know, of course they start in, internally and then they slowly, it's like a zoom out. It's those wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, like when you look at those um, documentaries where they're talking about the earth and they start with something small, like a bug, and then they just zoom out, zoom out. And then all of a sudden you're looking at the, pl- the entire planet and then you're looking at the galaxy. Then mm. you're looking at the universe it is that expansive feeling that somehow within his presence, I am small and enlarged. I am minimized and yet maximized in his view. Mm-hmm. He is seeing me in the details and the intricacies. And yet I can breathe large and, and feel that I am part of this larger scope that has been happening for century upon century. And I will be sustained. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that can, I think, be uh, categorized. Yeah. It's something that absolutely must be experienced. You can't read a book about the Psalms. Mm. You have to read the Psalms mm-hmm. and you got to stay in it. I love, I love that word picture you gave of the expansion. It's kind of like we, we have a tendency to be myopic yes. when we have a problem. Is we, we get this tunnel vision. All we're looking at is the problem. Mm-hmm. And how many times do we see this, a Psalm writer, whether it's David or one of the other ones, they start the psalm and it's like they're they're focused on their problem. Absolutely. But as the psalm unfolds, we see that widening. Yes. The widening of the lens and you start seeing other things in the picture. And, yes. And it eventually expi- ex- expands out enough to where you see God's perspective on it. There it is. And, and then that's what transforms you. That is the transformative yeah. moment is when, you, when you, you're still experiencing what you're experiencing. The, the, oh, our God is so good. He never minimizes what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. He just gives you his eyes to see it the way he sees it. That's the beauty. That's the healing. That's the restoration. There it is. Pick out a psalm or two that you especially love and share that with us. This was hard. <laughs> okay, not to dodge the question, but truly and literally, whatever psalm I'm in for the day is my favorite for the day. Mm. And not because, oh, it just, you know, oh, mystically happens to be speaking directly to my situation. No, it, it's the other way around where this Holy Spirit has been doing the work and transforming my mind to wrap myself around what's happening in that psalm that day and wrap my heart around it. So every psalm, every day, even if I look at it and I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't really have anyone pursuing me today. Or "Hmm, maybe I do and Mm -hmm. I don't see it. Mm -hmm. You see it. But if I had to say... Yeah, Nikki, but we need one. Well, I was going to say, I'm not going to let you off the hook on there. Yeah, I know you're not. What about, was there one this week? Um, I went backwards, mm-hmm. and this is going to sound basic. Psalm 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And we don't, I mean, we, we talk about Psalm 1 when we're entering Psalms, because everyone, you know, like, oh, don't stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful. But even with that, we can tend to look at Psalm 1 as if it is a set of instructions, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's an acknowledgement because here's what's happening. Mm. If you open up the Psalms and you're already reading Psalm 1, guess where you're not? You're not in the way of sinners. You're not in the seat of the scornful. Mm-hmm. You're already in it. 
So if anything, it's an acknowledgement of your current state. And it's saying simply because you stopped here, you're blessed. Mm. Receive that. So there's a pause that has to happen. So Psalm 1, and then, of course, if you continue on to Psalm 2, because I like to read them both Mm -hmm. as one thing. Yeah, right? Psalm 1 tends to be focused on the individual, then then it broadens the scope, Psalm 2, to the nations. There you go. Mm-hmm. That is the anchor. As I look at it almost like Psalm 1 and 2 are actually teaching me how to read all the rest of the 148. Mm-hmm. I even got into the habit, and I haven't been doing it lately, but I had gotten into the habit at one point that I would read Psalm 1 and 2 read my quote unquote Psalm of the day and then go back and read Psalm one and Mm. two again, because there's something that happens in the sandwiching of whatever the central Psalm is to say, yeah, but don't forget these larger, once again, the macro Mm. takes you into the micro. Yes. Relates to what's going on in your life. Yes. Acknowledges the frailty of your humanity. Yes. However, and then you get your breath expand with me, says the Lord. Expand with me. Mm-hmm. You're anchored like a tree. That is a be- We have wonderful trees in Jacksonville. I love looking at the trees in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They're huge. And if you ever look at their root systems, you can see why some of them, I can sure, I'm sure that the builders were like, yeah, just leave that one there. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. don't even bother trying to move that. It's going to cause more problem to move it than it would be if we just build around it. Mm. That's what the Lord is doing in us. And so reading the central psalm, the psalm of the day is great, but I love beginning and ending with knowing that what I read in the center, this is where he's taking you to be anchored and that nations, kings, all of that will one day all be silenced and hushed. Stay here with me, says the Lord. Now continue, says the Lord to Nikki. Go ahead. Now you can have your day. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nicole, for coming and sharing. No, it was my pleasure. My perfect pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It's copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.